Welcome back. Real Talk with Regan. We are going to chat this morning with Wissam Ale Thawi, and he is on the live line. Good morning. How are you, Wissam? Good morning. Good to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing okay. You're coming to town, huh? Uh, Looking forward to it. Awesome. You're going to be speaking at the West End Boulevard Church of Christ uh, you have a unique story. It's not often we hear someone move, move from Islam to Christianity. That does not happen all that often. I really hope it will happen more often. Me too. I, I pray to God it will happen more often. Everyone has the, the freedom to choose what religion they want to be, but you have a unique story where you read the Bible and converted. Absolutely. How does that happen? Uh, it's a long story. Uh, it was a combination of personal and domestic and national things that were happening around me in the middle of my teenage years in the middle of the 1990s that caused me to reject Islam into atheism, or what I thought was atheism. I, was, I did not know anything about atheism. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then I got introduced to the Bible by the virtue of the literature that I read that quoted the Bible and the movies that I watched that quoted the Bible. One part of the story is, uh, that, that, that makes Americans laugh all the time is that I was in my second year in college when the first Mission Impossible movie was released. <laughs> Tom Cruise picked the Gideon's Bible from his uh, motel room and read Job 3.14. Uh, and that was the first time I ever got a glimpse into the Bible. And I saw the poem there. I got so curious to read the rest of that poem. So I went to a flea market in Baghdad and bought my first Bible. And that was in 1997. Uh, I fell in love with the Bible for being good way before I believed in the Bible for being true. Yeah. And, uh, that, yeah, so that's when I became a believer, but the challenge did not end there. Uh, I, I guess that's, that's the short version of the 14 minute long story. Yeah, and you're gonna be at a full seminar, Islam in Christ's Eyes, so people will be able to hear your whole story. You're gonna be doing it for quite a while, um, at, at, at the, uh, West End. Boulevard Church of Christ. So you will appear the 6th, right? You're going to be there Friday? That's the plan. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. So you're going to be telling your story a lot. And as a public speaker, sometimes you forget what you told the crowd before the crowd you're talking to at the present time. So you're going to have to take notes probably. But, um, you know, I, I just find this amazing because I know that if you leave Islam, they they don't shine a really pretty light on you when you leave the religion, do they? Uh, that is very unfortunate. Now, by the way, before we go there, I just want to clarify something. Uh, uh, during the sermon hour and the uh, service time on Sunday, that's when I will be sharing my conversion story. Uh, okay. Earlier, I will be talking more about Islam and not about myself. Okay. So I'll be talking about the history of Islam on Friday and the theology of Islam on Saturday. And for the first hour, I will be talking about evangelism and uh, what the Arab Christian ministry, which is my work, is doing in the middle of the Arab Muslim community here in Dearborn. And then I will be uh, talking about my conversion story. Now back to your question slash comment. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, uh, Islam, there is a hadith or a saying by Muhammad that says anyone who converts or changes his religion strike his neck. And so the Islamic law plus places the death sentence on anyone who converts out of Islam. Mm -hmm. And I mean, uh, to be fair, Islam is not the only system that would be disappointed and angry and sad when its children convert out of the way that their families planned for them. Uh, I remember one time I spoke in a church in Sevierville, Tennessee, and a friend of mine took me on a tour 
in the neighboring Gatlinburg, and I saw there was a gift store there that was a woman from Kentucky. And when she learned that I'm a convert from Islam and I was speaking in the church, we started to have this conversation during which she said, you know what, I understand Muslims. If my daughter converts to Islam, I will kill her. Now, I know she was not 100% serious, but she's unfortunately serious. I know. <laughs> I yeah. know. I know she's not 100% kidding either. Yeah. And so in that sense, unfortunately, because Islam has no argument in its favor, that has been no way how Islam kept itself in the past 14 centuries. There was a non-return vault. People can easily convert into Islam, but they can very uh, hard, like, difficultly convert out of Islam, especially in the Muslim world. Mm -hmm. That being said, what the Islamic law teaches is one thing, and what, Mus what the people practice is a different thing. Iraq has never been an Islamic country. Iraq is a predominantly Muslim country, but since its establishment in 1921, to this very day, it has always been a secular uh, country with a civil constitution. So the state would not do anything to you if you convert out of Islam, but it would be really difficult uh, for you to practice your faith, especially to spread your faith in the Muslim world. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, so that's the difficulty that eventually became a blessing when I came to the United States. Well, I've read most of the Quran, so I know what it says. And so right. I, I know exactly what is supposed to happen to you if you leave Islam. Um, I know oftentimes people like to compare religions, but Christ's love is, 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 a, is an enduring and accepting love. And God's love is not completely vengeful, but if you're a horrible person, you are going to have to pay for your sins. So people people get confused between what the words mean to one person and to the other person, because anytime somebody reads the Bible, I think perception is everything. And I think it's the same thing with the Quran. But I do know what the Quran says. And if you follow it word for word, you would be killed for leaving. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, to compare the vengefulness uh, of, uh, of of God in the Quran versus the Bible, of course, if you're a horrible person, you'll have to pay for mm -hmm. uh, being a horrible person in the Bible. But nobody is authorized on earth to make you pay that. I mean, nobody exactly. will be enforcing that on you. The, like, uh, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, as the Bible says. Judge Unfortunately, lest you be judged. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, that's a key difference between Islam and Christianity. But this is just a reminder that I actually did convert out of Islam in Iraq, and I continue to live there. I, all my family members are Muslims. Most of my friends are Muslims. And I continue to live in Iraq for another 13 years before I came to the United States. Now, granted, when I came in 2011, the pretext for which I applied for uh, political asylum in the United States was that I'm a convert from Islam, and I cannot practice my Christian faith in public there in Iraq, which is true. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you keep under the radar, if you're calm, if you're not causing any troubles, you can uh, very much be a believing Christian there, which unfortunately is not what we are called to do as Christians, because part of the New Testament that we signed up for is you need to tell everyone that you know about Christ. Exactly. You, you have to yeah. apostatize. You have to do what you can. But And you'll be doing that. His name is Wassam. Al Ethawi, and he will be at the Church of Christ on West End uh, starting on Friday the 6th. He'll be there all the way through the weekend. You can get a hold of it. It's free to come, right? Absolutely. All right. So make sure everybody takes a listen. And I've met several people who've converted to Christianity from Islam. I've had them on the show. 
We've spoken about the differences between the two religions, but in this country, the United States of America, you have freedom of religion. So you are free to practice as you will, as long as you do not in any way persecute others for the religion they have chosen. So, Wassam, thank you for your message today, and I wish you all the best. I hope everyone shows up to hear you, sir. Thank you for having me. Have a blessed morning. You too. God bless. Bye-bye now. God bless. Wassam Al-Athawi is going to be at the West End Boulevard Church of Christ starting on Friday through the weekend. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you listen to his story. And make sure you hear God in his message, because that is what he is trying to do. Here's Kim.